Hello and welcome to Sunspot Scene, episode 16. Uh, today is a pretty special episode. Uh, we're going to go into the deepness and nerdiness that is Ready Player One, the movie and the book. Um, so today, before I get into anything, I do want to give a quick out, uh, shout out to my dad, Christopher Michael Latori, over there at Sunspots Comics. Uh, holding it down for all of us nerds out here who are comic book fans and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you love comic books, definitely check out the Sunspots Comics podcast. And you can follow him on everything, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Sunspots Comics. I also do want to give a quick shout-out to our new sponsor, Pop-Up Tea. Uh, they, uh, they're they a pretty awesome, you know, like, nerd pop culture t-shirt shop on the internet. Uh, and if you go on to there, I think you can use a promo code Sunspots Comics. To get 30% off, I think. Um, so go on there, and they also have a page separated for, for Sunspots Comics and all of our, you know, nerdy pics of our our, t- our favorite t-shirts on there. So go check it out, uh, popuptea.com. But moving on quickly into the main reason why we're here, uh, I'm actually joined with my buddy Jonah, my childhood friend Jonah Saletto. What's going on, Jonah? Hey, yo, what's going on, man? Uh, dude, how you been? I haven't seen you in quite a while. It's, it's interesting to have you here. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a really long time, actually. Yeah. We couldn't even, like, remember when we were talking about it, right? That's, it's true, man. It's been a couple years, like, formative years, yeah. too, which is interesting. But, uh, it's yeah. good to have you, man. I know you're, you're just as big a nerd as I am, especially with books and movies. So Definitely. this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a pretty interesting conversation. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, let's do this, man. I'm excited. So, we are going to be talking about Ready Player One. The book and the movie, our comparisons, um, our dislikes, our likes, all that kind of stuff. So this is a very, very heavy spoiler, spoiler warning. Uh, We're going to be spoiling the movie. We're going to be spoiling the book. We're going to go deep into the nerdiness that is Ready Player One and the formative world that Ernest Cline has, you know, set up uh, and Steven Spielberg, you know, adapted. So... Let's get into a quick just introduction talk of like how we discovered Ready Player One. Do you remember where you were? Do you remember how you found it? Well, yeah, like <clears throat> I had seen like trailers and stuff, you know, before, mm-hmm. and and then you know trailers were all right, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty interesting premise. But then I don't know if you remember, but I had tweeted out that I was going to basically read like a book a, a month for the year of 2018. I remember that, yeah. And I was like, shout out, like, for some suggestions, and you were like... Oh, it was me! Yeah, you were, oh you were like, definitely Ready Player One and Armada. Armada. And I was like, all right, for sure. And Ready Player One was the first thing I read. I actually read it before the, like, yeah. the, the new year even started. So, I mean, it didn't count towards my <laughs> book a month thing, but, yeah, it was cool. And then I literally picked it up, and with, like, literally once he finds that first key, it was just all the way through. Exactly. I, I, Freaking! I couldn't put it down. Oh, man, I was getting in trouble because I was like reading it at, on the floor, like at work <laughs> oh, and stuff. Oh man! But yeah, I blew through it in like three, four days, and then I read it again. Oh, I read it twice within a single week, that's like so the first awesome. time. That's so awesome, dude! It's so good. The I mean, the fact that you know, I didn't even know it was me. That I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember I tweeting you that, <laughs> but I thought you discovered it some other way. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, though. That's really cool. Um, like the trailer, yeah, I discovered that on my own, but yeah, yeah I didn't even know it was a book. Yeah, dude, and, oh, man, so, honestly, Ready Player One is probably my favorite book of all time. I haven't read too many books, you know, like, literary books. I've been mm. trying to, especially since I said I read Ready Player One. But um, this book, for some reason, just captured me. Because we're nerds, bro. Exactly, and it's just... Same thing with Armada, like, it just pulls you in his writing style. Exactly. He's like, okay, so the Ready Player One and our, uh, another book called Armada are written by uh, a man named Ernest Klein, who is quickly moving up in, like, the nerd circles. Yeah. Um, he co-wrote... He, co- he co-wrote the screenplay for Ready Player One, the movie, um, and I'm hoping that he puts out another book, you know, within the next couple of years, because, you know, Armada and Ready Player One are honestly on the top of my list as far as novels. Um, I So, it's a funny story of how I discovered it. There was a sale on audible.com and my dad bought ready player one and so i like borrowed one of his ipods and listened to the whole thing mm-hmm. the first time through the audiobook and it's it's actually a really cool audiobook i might let you borrow it cuz it's it actually kind of it de- gets a little bit deeper cuz it's 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 narrated by uh 
Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's it's really he gets nerdy. He goes. He does accents. It's awesome. Um, and so I listened to that all the way through, two times, and then I bought the book and read it a third time. And actually, after I saw the movie, I listened to it again. I actually finished it like two days ago. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I've been pushing it on people, and you know, trying to. And I guess you were one of those people that I pushed it on yeah, to. Yeah. Um, definitely. And so now the movie came out, which I was extremely excited for. Couldn't wait. Um, and so I immersed myself as as much as I possibly could into the book yeah. to you know to try to you know at least if the movie wasn't good, I knew that the book was good. You know. So other than that, I mean, was there? With the book, did you have any problems with it? Like, was there anything that you, in the book, you didn't like? There was a couple of nitpicks here and there for me, but yeah. generally, I loved it. No, yeah, like, I tried, because, honestly, like, I feel like it's hard for you and I. Like, we're a little biased to the genre. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, like, really biased, I feel, in my opinion. But, like, I, I actually watched videos, like, from, like, IGN and other people that were, like, talking, like, about the things they didn't like about the mm-hmm. book. Or, like, reasons why they just altogether didn't like the book. And really? I was like, I understand their points, but I was like... Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I really like. The I book. still like it. Yeah. Like literally, like on a scale from one to ten for me, it was like it was a ten. Like, yeah, straight up, it's straight up a ten. I even like my roommate who like I read a lot of books. Yeah, like I definitely read a lot of like literary books and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like well rounded in like book yeah. reading. I would say, and my roommate is as well. Book learning, and like I told him to read it too, and he blew through it in a week. Yeah, like Dude. literally blew through it in a week. And I'm trying to get him to read Armada because that one's just the it's same just thing. Good. You just yeah. start and you finish it. Yeah. But yeah, with like Ready Player One, it was just nothing for me. Like yeah. start to finish for me, the book was like capturing. Yeah. It was like I said, like I was literally getting in trouble at work because like I had my <laughs> Kindle. I literally because like my Kindle. Look at how small this thing yeah. is. Like I would keep this in my back pocket at work. <laughs> like I would just in my jeans. I would just have this in my back pocket, and like whenever the, it was like slow, I would just. Pull it out and start reading. Yeah, that dude. And I get a quick little fifty pages in. Good. I'd sit on the bus home, ride like another, read another hundred oh pages. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Sitting at bus stops, with it. Oh it was like gosh. I couldn't stop reading it. That's, that's awesome. why I read it twice in one week, and then I read it the week leading up to the movie when that's I saw it again. Movie. Oh my yeah. gosh, you read it three times. Yeah, that within is, like the last what is it like four months? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't do a lot of book reading, and so the fact that you've done three and I've times, also kept up with my book a month. Really? On and you've read them? <laughs> like on top of that. <laughs> Dang. Oh, my gosh. Well, th- that's impressive. I mean, I got to say. But uh, so moving into our next like little discussion, uh, which is basically more on the movie, you know, on, on the topic of what we experienced in the theater and the comparisons to the book, you know, adaptation-wise, acting, all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to start off first by getting what you loved about the movie. What was what was like the aspects of just the movie? Not trying to compare it to the book mm-hmm. too much that you like actually really liked, you know? Yeah. So like unbook biased, mm-hmm. it was a good movie. It was yeah. like a solid and like I'm like really biased when it comes to movies because like I watched a lot of movies growing up with my grandfather Same. and he always told me like don't just like every movie, yeah. you know. So you gotta, like, you I try and like scrutinize movies like as much as possible now Same just to here, like bro. see it. So like for me, because like I said, like I'm a little judgmental when it comes to movies. It's like a seven out of ten. Like, it's, okay. like, a really good movie, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it's not the greatest. You know, yeah. Like, no awards or anything like yeah. that. So, it's, like, but besides that, yeah, it was beautiful. Like, yeah, it looked great. Absolutely beautiful. Like, you have to, like, remember, like, it's really hard for them to, like, at least for me personally, it's hard for me to care about stuff that's not real. Yeah. So, the fact that I'd say, like, 80 plus percent of it was CG. Yeah. And I actually cared about the characters still. Yeah. And, again, it's probably a little biased towards the book just because mm-hmm. I already cared about the characters. Yeah. But... I like that. Yeah, it was just beautiful. The CG was amazing, and it was yeah. so easy to just like like that first scene. I'm telling you, like yeah, the they opened scene. up like hard. They came out swinging. They came out with swinging, that. Yeah. and I was like worried about that because I saw that in trailers. I was like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? That's really good. No, yeah. that was honestly my favorite scene in the entire movie. Was yeah, that racing. I would say the 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 end battle scene too comes close. Yeah, but it, knowing how the end battle scene in the book went. It was so different. And, I, and for me personally, too, I felt like the end battle scene was just so shoving in your face with references. Yeah. Like, the Ninja and, Turtles. Yeah, like, it was everything. Spawn. It was like every single, like, every five seconds was a different cut of something. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I get it. Like, like yeah, just get, get, on with it. Like, get on with it. I'm like, you should have shown all this mostly, like, throughout everything else. Yeah. Like, we get the world, like, and it's just, like, so in your face about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see that. Um but jumping back into stuff I loved, yeah. as far as as far as the film adaptation, 
Um, I thought that the acting was spot on from most of them. I'd say the only ones I had problems with is maybe Daito and Sho. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of like, they were kind of, even in the book, they're kind of just tossing characters. But, yeah. but like, I felt like, you know, there was a chance to, like, you know, really explore something different as far as, like, the film. And, like, maybe even just if they were a little bit more faithful, you know, it would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. But I thought Olivia Cook, who played Artemis, was spot on perfect. I, lo- I'm, I like that actress. Too. Um, yeah. I thought the the girl who played H, who's in Master of None, was awesome. She mm-hmm. she she, la- she landed the role, I thought, perfectly. That was good. I just hate how they revealed that so it's much. So fast, like, yeah. Not even so fast. They just revealed it, like... They literally revealed it in the trailers and on the posters. Yeah, I was like, that's a huge yeah. reveal in the book. In the book, that was and it's a like big towards deal. the end too. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal at the end. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, yeah. you know, just the as far as good, acting, yeah. I thought um, the guy who played Holiday was was insanely like yeah, not what that, I expected. Yeah, it he played to that be. neurotic yeah. person very well. Very like he almost had like uh, like I don't know Aspergers or like um, yeah, like he was right. kind of like autistic. Like yeah. it was such a strange because in the book. Um, at least the one you know when I listen to the audiobook um, he they make they make him sound more coherent and more kind of like you know he's just yeah, super nerdy like suave kind yeah. of yeah and, but in in the movie they made him more neurotic introverted Definitely. you know all that kind of stuff which I, I appreciated because you know like in the book I, I feel like they could have gone deeper into into him like being kind of this you know passive nerd you know and being more introverted and more just kind of a weirdo but they, they I felt like they landed it in the in the movie pretty well. You know that adaptation of of him. There could have been more. I could have I could say that right now because in the book there was significantly more. Yeah. Um, but you know I thought you know he landed he he he's an Oscar winner. Mark Rylance, mm-hmm. Oscar winner. He nailed it for the most part. You know Simon Pegg I thought was great too. Yeah. He even though he was in it for two minutes. Yeah. That, that was yeah. Og wasn't that big of a deal in this in the in the movie and in the book his character is. Crucial, huge deal. Yeah, it's crucial in the book. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to focus on like the positives right now. But yeah, yeah like you're pulling like everything out of the hat that I like want to bitch about. But <laughs> we'll we'll, try, we'll but, get to it. But, but yeah, to. but that was like another thing too. Like I love Simon Pegg, but it, like it's for me, it's just like that didn't represent Og. Like, no, it didn't yeah. look anything like what I thought it would yeah. look like, or at all what like Ernest Klein like described it. Described him. Yeah. But yeah, no. But all the acting was really good. The actors were really good. And besides, like. The lack of like for me character development mm-hmm. with them that the book had amazingly. Yeah. Um. The like, the guy who played uh, you know like Wade like Parzival like Ty Sheridan. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Uh, it, I, he, he nailed it. You know like I I would have really liked to have seen the whole like him being like you know chubby and like yeah the unattractive arc. at the beginning yeah. and then he goes into this you know part where he's like. You know, like, oh, I gotta get my shit together because uh-huh. I'm trying to, you know, like, get yeah, through Artemis. And so he starts working out and he gets in shape. And then, you know, all that. And he, like, sh- remember the whole part where he, like, shaves yeah. everything for he the haptic yeah. suit? Like, I was, like, excited to see all that. And there was zero. Yeah, that. there wasn't any of it. And, and yeah. there, uh, in the book, I mean, okay, we can kind of move on because we've, we've, we've a little bit started to get into But it. I just feel like for me personally, I guess just to kind of, like, leave it on the note, like, that was my, besides, like, like I said, it was average good 7 yeah. out of 10 for me. The biggest thing for me was the CG. I love that. Yeah, it, and that's it looked like, beautiful. For me, that's like everything else, like story-wise, like that's yeah. It's kind of like I got problems with. Yeah, I mean, uh, going on the positives, I'll leave on a positive note too. Um, I absolutely loved the references that they they chose to use because it, it in the book it's definitely more eighties themed. Exactly. Yeah. In this, way more relevant. In this, it was more relevant stuff. There was more stuff that is actually more pop culture relevant today, and even though. I, I loved the 80s stuff in the book. I feel like in order to be a successful movie, they had to kind of divert away from it. Yeah. And even that. with the music, I loved the music. The, the, the Dude, the, the theme, yeah. it was done by uh, Mark Sil- or Alan Silvestri or something like that. The same guy who did Back to the Future. Okay. Amazing music. Amazing you know soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The songs were awesome. Definitely. It definitely fit into the 80s theme. I, I absolutely loved it. And I mean... Uh, if we're going off of you know what you said, seven out of ten, I would say I, I, that's pretty accurate. Because as a movie, if I had never read the book, I probably would have loved this movie. Mm. But as a person who's read the book multiple times and you know critique, you know basically my comparison, I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, you know. Um, but moving on, we're gonna go into a little bit more of the negative stuff. I don't. I don't want to go too negative because I do still think it's a good movie. But I do want to compare and contrast. You know what we kind of 
what we what we saw compared to what we read, you know. Where to begin? Exactly. There's a lot. There's <laughs> a lot of divergences in this, and it, it's it's definitely um, different, you know. But I feel like they they got what was the essence of the book and put it on the screen, you know, and definitely adapted it well enough for me to like be like, yeah, like it was a, definitely a decent adaptation. But I still think the book is better, you know. <laughs> definitely, for sure. And um, so, I mean, what were what were some things like? you wish that were in the movie or you wish that weren't in the movie? Do you wish that there were parts that from the book that you would introduce? Like, what, what was your general consensus of, like, comparison? I mean, as far like, so this is, like, because I went and saw it with my roommate, yeah. who, like, like, we both read the book very quickly, but um, he and I both agreed, like, as far as just a standalone movie, you know, like, like I said, lack of kind of, like, major character development, and everything like that it was beautiful but like I said 7 out of 10 average as far as like a movie adaptation mm -hmm. from the book <laughs> like let's be honest there like 2 out of 10 like I'm sorry mm -hmm. like it was more like a movie based on the story mm -hmm. like literally when you see like Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's like based on a true story yeah. you look up the real story and it's like nothing, nothing yeah. like that so it's like that's like how I, how I kind of felt and even though like I was a little disappointed and I feel like it's kind of funny. Like I feel like Ernest Klein was probably just like in the writer's room, you know, mm -hmm. just sitting there, keeping his mouth shut. He's like, yep. that's Steven Spielberg. Like, yeah. I'm just going to let him do what he wants yeah. with my book. Like, he yeah. probably was just like, I'm just going to sit here and smile, you know? Like, yeah. and I, I mean, understand that. I totally understand that. But as, as like a lover of the book, like, honestly, like, I feel like there was like hardly any of the book in there. I feel like they, they, they took the book and really just compressed it, you know, and took what... As, as fans of the book, you know, considered as crucial development points of the movie and just sort of shifted them. You know what I mean? But it was because they only had that two-hour time slot. It, it, I, I honestly feel like if this was uh, a... Like, like, you know, if they would have ended, like, this movie on, like, a cliffhanger and made a second one, I feel like it, the adaptation probably would have been so much better, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know... There's not a lot of room for success for making two movies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially because, you know, there's a big drop-off from the first one to the second one, all that kind of, you know, economy BS that, you know, is in Hollywood. But I feel like because of this sort of constraint of time and, and you know, the book, uh, you know, you probably know, how many pages is the book? It's like 300-something? Yeah, it's like, I think, yeah, it's like 360-something up here, for um, sure. You know, usually it's like a page is a minute. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, one page equals one minute. You know, you can't go that long. I mean, if it would have been a three-hour movie, I still would have watched the hell out of it, you know? But because it's, it, it, you know, they're, they're, they're constraining for time. You know, they're making, they're making it, you know, they're, they're trying to make the best possible adaptation with the time and, and the, the money that they have to, you know, to put into it. And I feel like they did a decent job at it, you know? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it was a bad adaptation, because there's some bad adaptations out there, man. I guess. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. It was an enjoyable movie. I can... So, I, I guess with that, yeah, I bumped that up to like yeah. a 5 out of 10. Maybe. As far as like an adaptation. <laughs> I'm just a little bitter, okay? I'm just a little bitter. I really um, like the book. As uh, You know, in terms of like... I don't know. It, th there wasn't a lot of stuff that I feel like they missed on except for uh, like, you know, little... I don't know, like little changes in stuff. Like, for example, and we talked about this actually on, on <laughs> uh -huh. Xbox Live. I remember yeah. talking about this. Um, when in in the movie, there's a part where the curator of the Halliday Museum, mm -hmm. whatever, uh, makes like a little kind of passive bet and like flips them this quarter. And in it, it's revealed in the movie. I don't want to spoil that part because that's actually kind of important. Um, it's revealed in the movie that the quarter has a significance. In the book, it's such a different way of how this character acquires, parts of all how he acquires this quarter. Um, he earns it. He has to, he goes to this planet in the Oasis and like legit spends like a whole day playing Pac-Man to get a perfect to get game. A perfect game. Yep. And he earns it, you know what I mean? And it, nobody gives it to him. Exactly. He finds it and he, he sees it on top and he tries to move it. Exactly. And he's like, what the hell? It's like not moving. He's like... Oh, well, let's just play some Pac-Man. He's yeah. like, oh. And then, must be and an then it egg. falls down. Like, yeah. That, honestly, like you said, like, little thing. That, for me, I would say, besides the quote-unquote freaking rebellion. Yeah, that Don't even get weird. me started yeah. on that. My, that was, honestly, my biggest problem with the movie. Mm -hmm. Because that, 
That, and then, okay, wait, before you get into that, what rebellion? That's what I'm saying. Like, quote, unquote, rebellion. <laughs> it was literally just, like, Artemis and her lackeys, and we, there was zero expose, like, on her lackeys. Yeah. Like, it was literally just the one time where they showed the dude with the tattoo, and, and then you're like, oh, crap, that's the guy that's going to blow up the stacks. Yeah. And then, no, it turns out he's Switched the guy up. that's going to, yeah. like, you know, gas him for whatever reason yeah. and kidnap him just to take him to Artemis, and it's like... Okay, and then there's literally nothing else besides him going and grocery shopping mm-hmm. and getting them caught. And I was like, okay, there was no point in all of them. Like, I was I was really annoyed by that because there was I, zero rebellion at yeah. all. And you never see those characters in the Oasis either. That's true. It was like so yeah. so wasted. And and on top of that, there's there's crucial development from even in the freaking movie where they all three of these characters, Parzival, H, and Artemis, talk about how they don't clan up. I was about to say too that was a huge problem I had as well was just how willing he was like oh yeah here here you go like yeah. this is how you let's do all this. just this work together yeah. and then they all like I know like you know like they everything happily ever after mm-hmm. they all clan up in the end yeah. but it's like it was like way too like they were clanned yeah. up the whole time in the movie and in the book I feel like it was more important to the story in the book that they were like working separately. Yeah, they all had they and all the, had like the slight competition exactly. behind all of it. They all had they all had certain I don't know like they all had abilities, not reasons. abilities. Yeah, they, they all, all had, had their own reasons yeah. to want the money. And then they also had certain expertises. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Parzival was really good at games. H was just kind of a pop culture nerd. Artemis was like you know this hardworking. You know what I mean? Daito and Shoto had this relationship and they were working together. You know, and um. They all brought something different to the table, and then when they all come together, they make this, you know, epic, you know, team, you know? And so in the in the movie, it was just kind of like they were all thrown in, and like, you know, like, yeah, you're supposed to like them all. They're all supposed to work together. That's what I mean. Zero yeah. character development. And, and so yeah. I think that was, that, that's definitely a complaint of mine, too. They could have played that off a little bit better. They could have been, you know, like, where they were more reserved to take, you know... Even if it's just a minor character thing where it's like, you know, like, I don't need your help, you know? And then they go off and do something else, you know? In that same... Because when they all... When they first all kind of meet up, it's when they go into the uh, the Shining, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, they're working together. It was just kind of like, okay, you know? Yeah. But if they would have been like... If maybe if, like, Artemis is like, no, I'll find it by myself and it takes off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would have been, like, a little bit more like, okay, like, yeah, they they all want it for themselves, you know? It would have been, like, a little interesting, I, I feel like way to make more character development at least comparing it to the book you know mm-hmm. to where they all kind of want to work separately and whatnot but uh other than that i would say nolan sorrento was awesome i'm trying to think nitpicky you know like, yeah but real quick i just really like i want to go back because again that was like my biggest problem with the movie i want to go back to the freaking quarter like cor- okay i feel like Again, in the book, that was like awesome because it's like you didn't even know yeah, as the reader because yeah. you were just like, oh, okay, cool, quarter. quarter, and you completely forget about uh-huh. it. And then when it's revealed, like I literally like I'm getting goosebumps right now just remembering Memory, that part yes. in the book. I was like, holy shit! I was like, oh my yeah. god! I was like, I forgot about that, and then whatever. But mm-hmm. like in the the movie, it has you can tell there's like so much significance behind mm-hmm. it. And then when you find out like in the end, like who gave it to yeah. him, like I was like. See, like, I mean, should I say it? Like, who, who, like, Og, oh, you yeah, know, Og, is, Og in the movie is who turns out who is the curator who gives him, yeah. you know, the coin. And, like, in the book, at least, Og specifically was like, he even joked around saying, yeah. like, he was low key competing with yeah. them, like, trying to find it himself. Yeah. Like, and then he was like, you know, but now I'm rooting for you guys. But as far as helping them, all he did was gather them all together, give and, them nice yeah, equipment. Exactly. He didn't help them in any other he, way. He helped them in the real world. Yeah, that, yeah. like he didn't help them at all in yeah. game, and especially like never gave him any hints. Like never, once yeah. you see the movie and read the or read the book, and you find the significance of the freaking quarter. Yeah, like you'll it's see crucial. what I mean. It's very crucial. It's just like yeah, for him to have just done that and everything. It's just. It just kind of throws the whole thing out the window because it's yeah. so much more earned in the book, and again, you forget about it. And yeah. Whereas, like the entire, like literally, I, when I saw that part of my roommate, I looked at him, I was like, "Really? <laughs> All right, well, that's obvious." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's "Well, way to too anybody obvious. who's read the book, when he flips the coin, you go, oh. Like, okay, yeah, you might not know what the significance is if you've never, if read, you've the never book, read the but book, but you're still like, that's obviously going to be something. Yeah. Like, and okay, again, I know we're, just, I'm just going to stick on problems here, like. The almanac versus mm. the journal or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it was called. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. No. That was we a should, that was a bad one. Yeah. That we was... should explain it a little bit. So in the book, 
um, when Holiday dies, he releases this video called Anorak's Almanac. And I think it's titled or, the same thing. I think it was just the video. Yeah. He released a video, and then and with then, the video, he gave the Almanac. Yeah, he like, released the Almanac like was a, a physical like a PDF. Like, book. Yeah. yeah. Like, in the Oasis, yeah. it was like a physical book that could flip through yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then on top of that, Parzival and actually many of the, the other main characters print it out. You know, yeah. and they have a physical like their own you know, journals, binder. like yeah. personal journals. And and um, in in the movie, it's like a museum. You can kind of walk through it and replay it's like a all newspaper these, museum. Yeah. Almost, it's really odd. Yeah, it was it was definitely strange. But I feel like, you know, I mean, in a way, if they would have done it the way in the book, it would have made it seem like oh, you know, like all these people are obsessed. You know, well, that's, that's what, that's they what were. And, and I liked I liked that aspect is you know all these people were just like, you know, crazy nerds who would go on this level to scrutinize this crazy long document over and over and over again, writing notes and all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like in time constraint, it would have been hard for them to like portray that. Mm-hmm. You know, because like you could have you could have made a big scene of which you know he pulls out this big juicy binder out of his backpack and is flipping through it. Mm. You know, and you could have done something like that. But I feel like you know, it was easier for at least from a writing standpoint yeah, in a movie to just have him go to somewhere and watch this stuff, that, which sucks. Yeah. You know, but that's probably also why they took the basement out. I think, yeah, like, because they were like, we can't. That's like <laughs> again it's too going, hard to explain, going back to yeah. character development, like yeah. lack of character development. They were like. That's going to take too much time to explain. Let's not put that in. But it was yeah. like, that's a huge part. And especially with Og and everything, like, you know, all the little, intri- you know, yeah. all the little intricacies of him and yeah. everything. It's like, or, you know, again, let's go back, stand on comparisons. Let's go to, the you know, the party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that was supposed to be Og's birthday. Mm-hmm. He was supposed the to club be... club scene, yeah. He was supposed to be, yeah, he was supposed to be DJing his uh-huh. own freaking birthday party. And he's supposed to save the day. And he saves the day. Yeah. And, like, you know... Just takes everybody out, yeah. With and like saves everybody. Tr- I think that that would have, you know, because in that scene in the book, it shows his like ex- extreme awesome power, you know, and like he zaps all these people with lightning bolts coming out of of his fingers and kills like everyone who's not you know a regular yeah. avatar. He kills all the IOI people in that crazy room, and like if they would have portrayed that in the movie. It would have seemed like at the end when whoever wins the like you, you never know, thing, even see Og in the Oasis. Nope, once. except for the crea- the curator. Yeah, you see That's Anorak. True, yeah, Anorak was kind of cool. Yeah, but Og's supposed to have the same sort of abilities like, yeah, as like as badass, Anorak. Like, yeah, where he's like got no hit points. He's and on top of that, you know? and I feel like is is this was that a reference to Armada Iraq? No, he's in the book. He, who's I Rock again? He's, I forgot. In the book, he's insignificant. I was actually going to ask you. about That's this. why, because it was it was like their uh, their classmate, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So in in the book, I Rock is just like a they classmate didn't have the, of age. They didn't have the school at all. Yeah. They didn't have that. Ludus would have been. Cool they like see. mentioned it towards mm-hmm. the end, but yeah, like they didn't have Ludus. I w- I even told my roommate, I said, I'm gonna be really bummed out if the first key is not on the school. Yeah. Because I feel like again and. In my opinion, it was my favorite scene, and that's kind of my biggest problem with the movie and why I may not have enjoyed it the most, because mm-hmm. they started off so well with that racing scene. Yeah. And then for me, it was just, you start the bar off so high, so high. and it was just all kind Downhill of petering from down from, like a paper airplane <laughs> off the top of a skyscraper. Like, yeah, I can you see started really high, and it just like kind of, Yeah, you know, it just floated down. Because had they started the other way around, I feel like, and maybe like maybe put you know him on school and yeah. just kind of made it like boring in the beginning a little yeah. bit, and then like... Also, because that's how it is in the book. Like yeah. you read it, and it's like it's a build. It's not a hard read at all. Like no. you're still like this is cool, interesting, and you're just reading, it, and then all of a sudden, boom, it takes off. Yeah, finds the cave, and it's just like like when it clicks in his head. Yeah, like it's just crazy, and like yeah, it, it, it takes off from there. I it low it. key kind of clicks in his head for the first key in the movie, yeah. but it's like he got it from the stupid like journal. Yeah. He was like just watching something, yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, let's in, go backwards. And it's like in, wait, in no. the book. In the book, it was more his intuition. Yeah, you know, he, like he literally figured it out. He, I mean, he figures it out in, yeah. in the movie, but that's because the clues are so much easier yeah. in the movie. I feel, but well, yeah, they, they it was more about his personal life. They yeah. literally could have started with, you know, like I said, they could have started with the school and everything like that, and then they could, for all I care, they could have ended with, you know, the freaking racing scene, and it would have been yeah. an amazing finale yeah. for me, and like, or even just interject, like made the last battle just be even bigger. Yeah, you know. They could have they could have taken out that scene and been more more of like a 
fantasy detective story like it was in the book. Yeah. You know, where they're they're searching and they're scrutinizing every little piece of information they can. Um, and then, like, maybe even it be more of a love story because that was my biggest complaint. It was so, boom, there yeah. love. I was like, wait a minute, what? In the movie, my biggest, biggest complaint is the love story between Parzival and Artemis. Because in the book, it's they're, earned. Again, bro, character development. Yeah. It was in the book. In the book, because at the end, you don't even know if they're together. They literally see each other for the the very first time on the last page. Physically seen each other, and then it doesn't even end with them like doing anything. It literally ends with them just like Loki sitting next to each other and being like, "Hi, hi," and then it's like end. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) It's like that's literally how it ends in. (sighs) That's how it ends in In the the book, book. but. It's just so rushed. And on top of that, again, the way they changed that club scene, Mm -hmm. I felt like in the book, that was so heavy. Like, I felt that for him. I was like, oh, like, I felt like I had, like, heartbreak, you know? Like, I was like, oh, and that's when he starts, like, gaining all this weight, and he goes into this crazy depression. Depression, And that's also when he finds, that's when he finds the coin, because he's just, at that point, he's just doing anything, and just doing anything. Grasping on straws. such a huge, crucial part of the book. In the movie, it was just like, oh, no, like, you're doing this for the wrong reasons. And then they talk to each other, like, the next day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, see, there was, like, no, like, again, there was no character development. Like, you said, there was nothing earned. There was no relationship earned. Like, he just won, and they ended up together. Yeah. And that that was, I feel like, you know, in the book, in the book, there's this scene, and it's the, the party scene you were talking about, which in the movie is the club scene. In the, in the book, it's this, they're invited to Ogden Morrow's like birthday yeah. and which is like a simulated party in the Oasis and at the birthday Artemis and Parzival show up together and they dance and like do whatever and then they break up well not really break up she like kind of busts his balls about how he's like fell in love with this girl who he doesn't know and let's know. be honest dude she was feeling him up when they were uh-huh. like I was like whoa like yeah. I was like what the she, hell like, swam between his legs I was like that dude when she did cause like the whole part she's like you know like teasing him I'm like uh-huh. oh okay whatever and then she goes in between literally goes in between his legs and he's comes up like, oh. and like rubs up from his thighs and all the way up his body I was like Artemis would never do that. And not in the book. Hell no. I was like, and even honestly, for the rest of the movie too. Like, yeah. I was like, that's so out of character for yeah, her. Yeah, like, it definitely because especially once it finally reveals, like, because again, it reveals it way too early mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, once it finally reveals, like, you know, like the actual, like, what's her real name? Like, uh, Samantha Cook. Yeah, Samantha. Like when it reveals like her actual, like, yeah. physical self, and you see like the real her. It's like yeah. she's so timid. Yeah, and like. Like I'm so in the book, out of in the character. book, she's extremely timid. In yeah. real life, in the in the movie, she was like the same. I mean, she was, you know, she's definitely. But she's I just feel like person, in real life, in the movie, and even in, versus like in the Oasis in the movie, she's so different. Yeah, and it's like I get that, you know, like she's wearing a mask, but it's yeah. like that specific part where she's like filling him up. I was like, that is so out of character yeah. for her, like in the book and for me in the movie. Yeah, like, there was a part uh, there. There, you know, in the movie, there's this part where. He says, like, I'm in love with you. And it's, like, legit, like, for us as viewers of the movie, they've known each other for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, like, you're, like, bro, like, take it down a notch. And they like, had been low-key, like, like not, you know, clanned up. They were, like, no. partied up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they were just, just like, helping. helping each other yeah. out, like, exploring this club. And, like, he, like, quickly jumps on, like, like, I fucking love you. But it's, like, like even, and it's just like, like, chill, yeah, like, in the movie, yeah, but in the book leading up to that, they had been partied up exactly. together. Like, not clanned. They yeah. were just partied up, like, helping each other. Yes. And it's that's, how, that's like, earned. how he fell in love with mm-hmm. her was because, like, they were doing all these little, like, quests yes. together and stuff, and then... There was no, there was no, um, there was no meat. I, I, yeah. That's the only way I can think of. In the movie, there was no meat was, to them... Like getting to that point. It's literally just the keys. Exactly. It was just gate, 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 and not even any like gate challenges. Gate challenges. It yeah. was just gate, gate, gate over. And like yeah. there was no in between. There was just like rushing to get. Basically, mm-hmm. like that's another problem too I had with like the real world that I had never really thought of till like literally just now is like mm-hmm. I feel like every time in the real world, all they're doing is like running from something. Yeah. That's the only time they went to Spielberg, the real world. Man. Like, it's, it was, like, the second they go out of the Oasis, it's, like, okay, he's running to go check on his, yeah. you know, the stacks, and then, boom, blows up. He goes, you know, gets <laughs> captured. And then, okay, they're out of the, you know, they're out of the Oasis. They meet for the first time. They go back in. Okay, pulls them right out. They're getting attacked. You know, yeah. like, oh, crap, the van, run, yeah. get in the van. And then the whole time they're in the van running, and it's just, like, yeah. that's the only part that was in the real world. Yeah. And there's... 
It was less interesting so as it was in the much, book. So much crucial like build up like his when he has his own apartment. Yeah. Let's be honest here. I was pissed Daito didn't die. Yeah. That is <laughs> such a big part of the book. Like, yeah. It because it, it, really, it shows it changes the, the tone and it makes it so real for the yes. characters because it's real life. Like he gets yes. freaking thrown in the book. In the book, for those of you who haven't read the book, like Daito. One of the little samurai dudes, like the older, the older, you know, yeah, quote unquote brother, brother yeah. even though they're not related, like he, like straight up, it's like right after they figure out the second, the second, they just get gate, the jade yeah. key, or is it when they use the jade key, or they just? Uh, oh no, it's when they're finding the jade key. Yeah, it's yeah. like right after they find it, like mm-hmm. they win the challenge and they have the jade key and they're trying to escape, but then IOI is coming in and attacking. Yeah, they go into his and, apartment, and that's when he busts his, you know, like his little whatever sixty beta second, yeah. his, you know, busts the sixty second beta capsule, and he freaking, you know, starts killing everybody, yeah. and then all of a sudden, boom, like Dido gets ripped out of his apartment building, and like, I mean, you don't really know what happens; yeah. it just goes silent. Yeah, and like Daito dies in the game yeah. in the Oasis. It's and then revealed you find, later. Yeah, yeah, and then you find out like on the news basically the next day in, in the book, like oh, like you know, some guy was thrown yeah. out his window, and then they connect the dots. And let's be honest, why <laughs> wasn't Wade the one in the prison? Right. Like, yeah, I that again, was weird goes too. back to the fact that like his when he creates in the book when he creates that alter ego yeah. to specifically be able to mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. is so brilliant. Yeah, and like. Like the whole part, the whole time I was reading the entire part in the prison, like whereas in the movie it was Artemis, mm-hmm. like, eh. but like in the book, like I was like, this kid is a freaking genius. Like mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. It no, was, yeah. it was came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I was like, holy yeah. shit, this we kid should, is We brilliant. should elaborate on that. So in the book, Wade Parzival is more of this hacker. Like yeah. he, he's actually computer smart. He's like, like he can super, super smart. computer smart. He fixes computers. Like basically, yeah. Like after the stacks get blown up, just like in the movie, mm-hmm. he like creates his own alter ego. Yeah, he creates a false a false identity. <laughs> and buys an apartment. Creates his own new credit and exactly. social security and everything. Exactly. And a huge part of the oasis that they don't show in the movie is like the black market. Mm-hmm. He gets all that from the black yes. market. And on top of it, like his hacking skills, like he got all the codes to be able mm-hmm. to hack from the black market. Exactly. And he's just playing around. Like, yeah. And, and and the the scene. Actually, I should say the whole part because it's a lot in the book. When he's in prison, he's in this. He's in the the loyalty center, as they called it After, in the movie. Well, yeah, because we were elaborating on that basically. Yeah, like he gets his own apartment, creates this alter identity where he builds up this line of credit basically yes. with IOI. Fake, fake credit. Well, too. Yeah, yeah, it's like completely fake. And knowing that one day he's going to be captured exactly. as the alter identity, that way he can infiltrate IOI exactly. for, and steal all the data, so he can just steal everything he possibly can. And the escape scene. In the book was it's so much like more crazy, and then he goes out and he gets the he gets a freaking gun. Yeah, he buys he a real gun. He like, buys a real physical gun. Like that doesn't happen in the movie yeah. at all. Like and and so the part we're talking about right now, which is when he breaks out of IOI, that's like three quarters of the, into the book. Yeah, it's like right towards the end. It's right towards the end because that and, last battle's quick. At that point in the book, you hadn't met any of the real avatars except for for Wade. Yeah. At all, you've never met Artemis. You've never met H. You've never met you never met Daito. You've never met Show. In the movie, it's like you meet them forty five minutes in. Yeah, like the real people. And remember too, not you not just not only have you not met them or you know seen them. It's a book, yeah. but like the way you kind of see them. Like he literally, like you know, like he starts flipping through everybody's mm-hmm. files that he's got. Yeah, on, and that, he's, you know, like yeah. that. Uh, Sorrento's got on them and basically he's like oh you know like Daito and show and he's like oh crap and then he, that's when he finds the video of Daito oh, being Daito thrown out killed, of yeah. his apartment and then like you know he that's when he finds out like shows just like some like, little kid and then yeah. on top of that that's when he finds out what Artemis looks like and he mm-hmm. finds out that she's got her birthmark on her yes. face and then <clears throat> it's like <clears throat> it's kind of funny because that's also when he like you don't find it you still haven't found anything out about H mm-hmm. you still don't know who's yeah. like they are yeah, and then the next chapter and you meet. but it's just cool because like you don't know who they are and like even their file mm-hmm. is like always mobile, no yeah. information, it's like discreet. possible yeah. name, like exactly. they don't know who they are. Like again, it goes back to character development. Yeah. There was a, so so much of a lack of that in the there's, movie for me. There's a theme in the book um, about like introverted gamers and like you know they're, they're, how like you know a lot there's there's the you've seen these stories on the news where like. These people met playing Xbox, and they got married, and they lived three countries away. Yep. You know, like, all that kind of stuff. There's this theme in the book that it's like, you know... life for them. Exactly. In, the in, in, in the book, it's it's 
a day-to-day thing. They, they make they're real never money. not in the real world, yeah. and they make real money in in the Oasis, and they they can support their lifestyle through playing a game. And so, in the book, there is this theme of, you know. People falling in love with each other, at least, you know, Artemis and, and, and Parzival, with the real person that they are. You know what I mean? And even if it's through this this altered reality, you know, that it's still real. And, you know, and like it, it kind of plays on that theme. And, like, when they meet at the end, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, they really do love each other. You know what I mean? And that's crazy to us, you know, to see, like, okay, they fell in love in a video game. And, and in the movie, it's not earned. You know, there's no, there's no, I don't know, payoff it's, to them getting just, together. So, it's just like, I feel like you just get punched with it. You're just yeah. like, they meet. And then, like, that's the first punch. You're like, okay, they met each other. And then it's like, boom, he's got a crush on her. And yeah. it's like, he says, I love you. And right? it's like, boom, he says, I love you. And it's like, boom, now they're in love. It's like, boom, now they're making out on the chair. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God, okay. It's like, yeah, exactly. just in your face, like, there's zero buildup, zero in between. Mm-hmm. And that it was like, and I understand, like, it's a movie. You gotta scrunch it all in. Yes. But, it was like I think it was like what an hour and forty five. I think it hits two. Was like, it two? Yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. I was gonna say like you could have bumped it up a little. Mm-hmm. You could have added thirty minutes onto there, and you could have. Yeah. He could have gotten that apartment. Like yeah. Like again, that goes back to the stupid fake rebellion. Like yeah. After the in the book, after the stacks get blown up, like we were saying, like that's when he creates the alter identity and he gets this badass apartment. Like, yeah. Fortifies it. Yeah. And that's where it, again goes back to when he starts getting in shape mm-hmm. and then he goes through the depression and then he gets that badass full haptic suit mm-hmm. and he gets that little cool assistant that's yeah. like you know his little nerdy dude from like Saved by the Bell or yes, whatever yeah, it is yeah. and it's like and another really cool thing too that. As a nerd and a lover of the book, mm-hmm. I was really, really looking forward to, and I was really bummed out that they didn't show in the in the movie was how, like, you know, what do they call them? The, the top five or oh, you know, the, high, the, five, the yeah. high five? Like, it doesn't show the royalty. Like, there's the one yeah. scene where they go into the, the journal yes. and he gets kind of swarmed, but in the book, like, they're freaking royalty. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just like celebrities. They're yeah. celebrities. Like, Parzival has his own goddamn planet at yeah. one point, and it's. Like, I was really looking forward to seeing him basically take off from his planet yes. because in the, like, I'm literally getting goosebumps remembering that part in the book yeah. where he's going to fly off for his final, for the final battle yes. and he, like, flips on the radio and he's mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, this is yeah. badass. He's like, let's go. And I was, like, hearing the song in my head. Serenity. And I was like, oh my God, this is so badass. And yes. I was like, I'm seeing this right now. And it's like, I didn't get anything. Yeah. Like, there was zero of that yeah. in the movie. And I, again, like, as a nerd of the book, I really wanted to see that represented mm-hmm. on the big screen. I was like, I want to see his own planet. Yeah. I want to see him take off from there. Like, Yeah, there, there were little things that you just, like, as a, as a fan of the book, before you even see the movie, you're like, man, I want to yeah. see that. You're, and like, looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing it, and exactly. then they just disappoint you by not and putting then, it in. And then th- there was little, tiny, little ones. Like, so when they geez. showed, when they showed, when they showed the Serenity ship, I flipped out. <laughs> Nobody in... Because I, I saw it with my buddy Moises, who is the co-host of the show, and he's never read the book. Uh, when when he... When Daito swoops in on the Serenity ship and puts on the, the, the beta capsule thing in the, in the book, you know, um, I saw the Serenity ship and went like, oh my god! <laughs> like, yes! That's his ship in the in the book! Like, yeah. thank you! You know what I mean? Like, I, that's all... I, I needed that, you know? But that was pretty much it. There were little tiny Easter eggs that hinted at stuff in the book and it wasn't satisfying it wasn't, enough for yeah, a fan. Exactly, it wasn't know? enough for me. But all in all, I have to say I like the movie. I've seen it twice now. You know, I, I can't say that it was a bad movie because I've seen it multiple times now. And, and and walking out of it, I still have the feeling of like, like man, that was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. You know, Spielberg has that effect on almost anybody who goes and sees his movies. You know, he he gets that childlike wonder. You know, E.T., e- you know, like, you, you could think of movies, um, Indiana Jones, like, stuff like that, you know, like, he invokes that sort of just, like, you know, he's talented, mm. and he, he invokes that childlike charm, that adventure that you're always kind of, like, you know, yearning for in a movie, and I feel like, you know, generally, in a, in the flattest way possible, it was a good movie. You know, and, and... Seven out of ten. Exactly, yeah. and so, the rating system, on, we have a rating system, so it's out of five, and we call them sunspots. So out of five sunspots, you can go point whatever. Okay. Um, uh, so for me, I have to give it a four point five out of five. It's it, it's up there. That's high. That's it, a it's, nine it's up out there. of ten. Um, but I feel like because I'm a fan of the book, it 
it tarnished the movie for me. Mm-hmm. And so trying to be as unbiased as possible, watching just for the movie, experiencing just the movie, um, I would say it's it's yeah, it's like a four point five, maybe like a four point two. If I have to be more a little bit unbiased, like a four point two, <laughs> maybe flat four. But I'm gonna stick with you know I'll stick with four point two. I'll say that four point two out of five. Go into that depth of decimal. Yeah, okay. and so usually usually um, I'll, I'll say my rating. You'll say your rating. Eight seven five nine three two one. Just kidding. No, <laughs> I mean for me, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna say three point five. Like that's, 3.5? that's a seven out of ten for me because honestly, like it is a movie for me that I would like. You know, once it hits Netflix, let's be honest. I'm gonna fall asleep to it every night. Like I'm gonna mm. put it on just because it's like it's I like this movie. movie. Yeah. I'm gonna throw this on. It's not like a nine or an That's eight true. out of ten where it's like I got it. Like even though I've seen this movie, I got to pay attention to it. That's I true. love this movie. Like I got to pay attention to it. Like there's so much to it. It's just like an easy like throw on movie. Okay. And that's why again like. I'm trying to be unbiased from the book mm-hmm. and just unbiased as a hardcore movie lover. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it like what, what low they gave key you, as man. like a critic, which I have no credit or no <laughs> zero, you know, Dude, aptitude me, for that. I've been doing this for I don't, I've, what 16 episodes now. I don't have any credit. But it's so just like, I, as a movie lover, I'd like to say I've seen a lot of movies. I kind of yeah, have a good, too. you know, barometer yes. of you know good and versus bad so yeah. when I look at that and I just look at it as a movie like I don't look mm-hmm. at it as like a nerdy video game movie yeah, yeah. as a nerd I don't look at it as this book that I loved turned into yes. a movie just looking at shut up as a movie is it is an okay movie it's a good movie yeah. there just wasn't enough like I said character development everything was just so bow 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 like in your face about mm-hmm. it like this is the story this is what happens and then boom end and you're like okay that was a lot okay. and then like but like I said, it's still a good movie. I would turn it on and watch yeah. it if I'm on my laptop. I would just turn it on and watch okay. it if I have nothing else to watch. Okay. Like, so you said, what, what would you say, 3.75? Yeah, I'll, I'll bump 3, it up. I said, I said 3.5, but I'll bump okay. it up to 3.75. Okay. Yeah, so like, averaging, let's, let's put it up there. averaging our two scores, I would give it a four. Is that, yeah. Do you think that's fair? That's, yeah, that's... Yeah. Because okay. okay, that's usually what we do. So like, I'll give it a rating and whatever and then the other person will give a rating and we'll average them yeah that's I feel like that's a decent average Four. too like cause I'm being again a little hypercritical yeah. I feel and and you just enjoyed it yeah we're giving it the benefit yeah. of the doubt is so yeah I feel it. like 4 out yeah. 5 is definitely so, yeah. average alright so official Sunspots rating including Jonah's opinion 4 out of 5 Sunspots uh, I mean that's that's a in my opinion a 4 out of 5 is, is it's a buy you know it's a tentative buy but it's a buy, you know. And just because I'm a collector, I would probably buy the Blu-ray because I want it next to my book. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, um, I mean, that, that's what we thought about Ready Player One. We've been talking about it for about 50 minutes now. I feel like we've got enough. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, too. Like, I feel like I can only be so passionate about yeah. my hate because I loved it so much. Yeah. I freaking, let's be honest, I loved the it. The book is amazing. I mean, if you haven't read the book, tell them right now, Jonah. Tell them to no, give, I, your, give I, me a I, diet Like try. I said at the beginning, if you like honestly if you have not read the book just go buy it right now get it if you got you know if you have no audiobook access to a store get a get your kindle app just it's free you can yeah. literally just get the kindle app and then just buy the book it's ten dollars like yeah you can go out and buy the physical book audiobooks it's yeah. and i promise it's everywhere. you it's a target. I, I promise you will not regret it it was the first book i bought after you justin mm-hmm. recommended it for me and like i said i read it two times mm-hmm. in the first week I read it first in three days and then four days. And then I read a couple of books. And then I literally, while in the middle of a book, read it in a week yeah. before the movie came out. It's consumable. I started I mean, it on Monday. And the movie came out that Friday. And I saw it on Friday. I started it on Monday. I was already in the middle of a different book. I stopped that. And I started Ready Player One on Monday. Finished it Thursday night. Went and saw the movie Friday. And continued my other book on Saturday. It is that good. So, generally, if we're talking about investments here, you get four... To maybe five reads out of one book within a short amount of time, that's definitely well worth the ten bucks right there. It's definitely reconsumable. I've I've consumed it four times. And I started listening to it three I times. I started in December, I should say that. I, when I started reading it, it was in December of twenty seventeen that I started yeah. reading it for the first time. That's awesome. And you've read it four times now. Yeah. That's three, awesome. Three, three times. Yeah. Um so definitely go out and read the book, see the movie. Um generally you know if if I this is a good question right here. If you had to say if somebody was going to go see the movie or read the book, which one would you tell them to do first? Well, I mean, this goes, I feel like this has nothing to do with Ready Player One. This goes with yeah. any movie with versus any movie. book. Just always go see the movie first. Yeah. Always see the movie first because you Cause will the, go in. Like, listen to me. I'm bitter. 
And yeah, I'm biased. Like that's true. Always man. like I'm sure like you said, your your buddy Moises like loved the movie, yeah. right? He's like, This is badass. Yeah, he, I love he loved it. it. Yeah. And and I feel like watching that, you'll just be like, Oh, that was a cool movie. Yeah. Especially if you love nerd culture, you'll be like, This is a badass yes. movie. And then when you go and read the book, you'll just love it. it'll almost change the movie for exactly. you. And you won't even hate the movie. You'll just be like, yeah. Oh, it's so much more. Everything it'll is flesh awesome. it out yeah. for you. That's what I told him. When we walked out of the movie, man, I gave him kind of like a quick comparison, like kind of what we just did mm-hmm. of like the differences and how much, I mean, how much better the book is compared to the movie, or at least the parts that weren't in the movie, how much, like, it added to the story. And he was like, man, like, I need to get this book. And we literally drove to the bookstore yeah, and bought the book that day. That's great. You know? And so, I, I definitely agree with you. If you're going to consume this in any sort and of way... you have not seen or read anything yet, exactly. start with the movie. Start with sure. the movie, go to the book, because the book will open up to such a different and more rich it'll just open the world. oasis for you exactly you just, like like i said earlier like the beauty of the oasis in the movie was again perfectly represented yeah. like they could have shown a lot more of the oasis but i felt like what we saw of it was beautiful and amazing but when you read the book like ernest klein's writing style he's not like the most crazy imagery kind of yeah. guy but he doesn't he's have still, complicated words he still paints a beautiful picture in your mind and he like almost plays like a soundtrack at times mm-hmm. like I'm telling you just watch you know, the movie I created a Ready Player One soundtrack just based off all the songs that he mm-hmm. that Parzival yep. and Wade listens to throughout exactly yep. it's just and it's so good it's, I should share it with you I should give you definitely right. start with the movie because you'll like the movie and then read the book and you'll just love Ready Player One as a whole yeah it's it's definitely an intriguing world super super rich even in the movie I would say it, 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 it's a pretty rich world with a lot of stuff to to kind of you know, invest you, which, you know, first time VR has been done right in a movie. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Perfect description. So that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you, man, for having, for for being here on the podcast, man. I want to have you back on as as soon as I possibly can. So I'm a freaking nerd. Anytime, man, (laughs) go see more movies just like me. And if you love movies, go see them. So thank you all for, for joining. Do you want to give a shout out to anything on to like, you know, your handles on Instagram, whatever. (laughs) Not really. I mean, I'm not super big on social media. No, it's cool. Okay, well you can follow him at Poo P O double or P O O H dot B E A R. Hit me up on Xbox and play some PUBG yeah. at Penny the Woo with an A. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to play some PUBG. That'd Let's be cool. Go. Play with some fans. Uh, so yeah, you can follow him at Poo dot Bear on Instagram. Um, Penny the Woo the with an A on Xbox, and you can follow me. At Just Sunspots and the official Sunspot Scene Instagram at Sunspot Scene. Thank you all for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode and scene. This episode of the Sunspot Scene podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Zoo. Cryptid Zoo is a t-shirt line infused with augmented reality and inspired by cryptozoology folklore like the Bigfoot. Each t-shirt is drawn and printed by owner and operator Julian Meyer. All you gotta do is download the Erasma app and follow Cryptid Zoo. Then you can point the camera of your phone at your t-shirt and it comes to life. For a limited time, use the code SUNSPOTSCOMICS on your order and you'll receive 30% off. CryptidZoo.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D Zoo.